0: Hello, and welcome to Dinner Date with Sean and Kate. I'm Kate in Brooklyn.
1: And I'm Sean in Los Angeles, and we're two friends who have dinner together separately. Today we are cooking chicken with shallots, 12 to 15 shallots to be exact.
0: We are talking about the book Big Friendship, then we're joined for dessert by our dear friend Erica Landenberger.
1: This week, in an effort to share in the joy of cooking, we're donating to Good Food LA which helps to ensure food is healthy, affordable, sustainable, and fair for all Angelinos. All right, Shawna, you ready to get started? I'm ready to start <laughs> prepping shallots.
0: Oh yeah, 12 to 15. Here we go. <laughs> all right, Shawna. Sorry, I shouldn't call you Shawna on the show because then people will think that's your name. <laughs> no, do it, it's funny. <laughs>
1: All right, Shawna. It's not my name, people.
0: (laughs) It's just a nice little nickname that we have called you and then people thought that your name was actually (laughs) S-H-A-W-N-A.
1: I look at Shawna like she's an alter ego at this point. (laughs) (laughs) When you want to be bad, you're Shawna. Yeah, she like works in a corporate office and she's like an assistant, maybe in Long Island or something. (laughs) She buys. (laughs) She buys a lot of things on her credit card. Today, are we cooking with Shauna or Shauna? (laughs) We'll see. Okay, all right. Tell us what we're making. This was your choice. Okay, so today we are making Reesha Zimmern's chicken with shallots. Mm. I chose this recipe because it has 4,812 ratings, with an average of five stars, okay? Wow, 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 wow. This is no joke. People (laughs) have spoken. So, (laughs) I think if we don't like it, we've done
0: something wrong. (laughs) The recipe calls for 12 to 15 shallots, and we have to peel those shallots first.
1: (laughs) So that might take us about 45 minutes. 30 minutes. (laughs) I read a little article that accompanied it, this recipe is kind of morphed a little bit. It was originally a Martha Stewart recipe. And mm. then the guy who does bizarre foods, his wife started making this recipe and adapting it, and then he refined it a little more and tweeted about it. And then Sam Sifton for the New York Times refined it even more and gave us this version. Wow. So this is a recipe that's been iterated on a couple of times. So I'm excited well, to try. It. Then it better be good. I'm telling you. You're telling me, I should say. <laughs> I'm telling you. You're telling me. I'm telling you. You're telling me. All right. So basically what you do is it's a chicken thighs recipe, which, as you know, of course, we love highly on brand <laughs> for you. Oh, my God. A skin on thigh is... <laughs> Nothing better. Nothing better. Yeah. Peak food to me. You basically uh, crisp up the chicken thighs and then you... Add the whole shallots to the same pot where you cook the chicken
0: mm. and
1: then you just let them kind of soften and caramelize a bit um, and then you add the sauces so you add wine you add mustard tarragon and then you add back the chicken thighs and you're kind of going for a braised mm. effect you know it's not actually braised but it's cooked multiple times for a long time these shallots after that long are gonna be like amazing I know they're gonna be soft. so soft. Delicious. Mm.
0: <laughs> so what you up to you've got a change of scenery I have a change
1: of scenery folks that's right folks <laughs> that's right folks Shauna had to get out of Long Island I can't do a Long Island accent <laughs> Don't, don't, we'll be
0: ridiculed by any, any Long Island you know, listeners at my podcast. dad.
1: <laughs> but I think Nick and I were both feeling pretty depressed about the situation. And mm-hmm. um, my parents have a house in a pretty remote place in the mountains. So we decided to go up there for two weeks. So we're doing the whole socially distanced thing again. But the plus side is that there is a ton of outdoor space. Mm. I mean, I'm still wearing, we're still all wearing a mask when we're indoors and or when we're not six feet apart. So I'm trying to take it seriously. I mean, I don't want my parents to get sick. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or me for that matter. Yeah. True. True enough. But it's been so nice and so relaxing to just Mm -hmm. have different place to take your Zoom calls from. (laughs) (laughs) It makes such a big
0: difference. It's really really
1: crazy. And to have more yeah. space even, like our, uh-huh. you know, rectangle of an apartment. Even though we have outdoor space there, it's just, it's not as expansive. Right. So this feels very luxurious and Well,
0: yeah. I'm glad you're getting to relax cause I know it was also feeling hard for you to really feel like you were like taking time. Yeah. Before school starts again.
1: Exactly, exactly. I really didn't have much of a summer break at all.
0: Well, I'm so glad. Thank you. What have you been up to? Especially in the summer, I think I've mentioned this before that the Swedes who I work with, all take like the entire Swedes. summer off. So work is very quiet now.
1: Right, midsommar.
0: So that means that like, because I'm not like on calls all day long, I'm like in mm-hmm. the house and going nuts. Like I was telling you, Sean, like, I just like can't unsee like little pieces of dirt. And like, I'm like vacuuming the house like twice a day. And like I'm doing yoga, but then like I'm doing yoga on the floor, so I see all the dust on the floorboards, oh and then I'm like on my knee. Like, I, I I've been going <laughs> fucking crazy with cleaning, and so then at a certain point, I was like, this is depressing. Yeah, like I like one, I like like a day of like really intensely cleaning the apartment, but like once sure. it becomes like an anxiety release tool, I feel like it's not healthy. <laughs> I mean,
1: if all you're seeing is dust and grime. (laughs) I'm taking a glass half grimy outlook to life
0: right now. Uh, Anyway, so my parents live like an hour and a half drive away. And now they live in a house with a pool. And it's a damn dream. And the pool isn't heated, but because it's like... You know, it's like heated by the sun and it's so deep into summer now. And it's been like 90 on, or like between Ugh. 90 and 100 on the East Coast every day for the past like week mm. or two weeks. The pool is like a dang bathtub. Oh, oh my that's God. That's my
1: dream I temperature know. for a,
0: a pool. I know Nick likes the bracing cold Ugh. water of a uh, New England sea, but I don't get me, it. I, like, <laughs> I like pretty much a pool that's like a hot tub. So. <laughs> What I said to Sean was I'm I've been like a consultant for the past 2 weeks like <laughs> yeah. I've I've gone to my parents' house for like 3 days in the middle of the week because like Matt's working a ton. Like he his work is actually is pretty busy right now and he like actually has to go places, like events and like outdoor stuff. So even though we're still te- like he's not going into his office, like he really he can't like be working somewhere else. Okay. Okay. So you know I I've been taking my week with my, at my summer residence <laughs> ah. with my parents Well, la-dee-da. and then I come back for the weekend once he's free. And do you feel more excitement to come back to your apartment? I really, honestly, I really do. Wow. And I don't feel as like hemmed in by it. Sure. In New York, you can't like do anything like, right. I guess I could like go to the park, but it's like 95 degrees. Right. <laughs> also, there so. are still
1: going to be a million people there in the park. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm on my
1: last shallot. Don't tell me you're already done. I'm done. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I tried God to lie me. just now. I was like, I'm about to be... No, I'm not. <laughs> oh. I'm making fake knife noises for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's always beating me. It's very unfair. So you don't feel too behind. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All right. Well, I now have a pile of
1: many shallots unpeeled. Many shallots and I will start up my chicken. Call me when your meal's done and we'll sit down to eat.
0: Okie dokie, can't wait to see what these shallots turn into. Me too. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
1: All righty. Wow. This is gorgeous. How did your thighs come out? Crispy. They are crispy on the top. Very Mm. important. Good. But cooked all the way through, and they've just been sitting, dredging up the sauce. It also Mm. says to serve it with some bread, so I made sure to put that on the table. Mm. I don't have any bread. All right, but that's fine. All right.
0: How'd your chicken come out? Great. I really pushed it on the crispiness. Because mm. you know I can't be on a show with you and not have crispy chicken.
1: I know, I know. Well, the iteration worked. Yeah, well done everyone who collaborated to make this recipe happen. <laughs> thank you to all. thank you to Andrew Zimmern, <laughs> And his wife, and Martha
0: Stewart, and Zem mm-hmm. Zipton. Thanks everyone. Woo <laughs> woo! So I guess we'll give it five stars mm. also on New York Time. I guess, I mean, even if we gave it one star, I feel like we could never take it down. <laughs> it's so popular. <laughs> yeah, the masses behind this recipe are are strong. Someone did say, I'm just waiting for you on the podcast to not like the thing that you ate.
1: <laughs> I know. And guys, well, maybe we should start collecting submissions. Oh. You know, obviously I think if we are choosing recipes, it's more likely than not that we're going to like it because we were picking based on ingredients that we like or something that sounds good. But Mm. it would be interesting to know what other people would like us to try. But don't be mean. Send us good (laughs) things. (laughs) This is an outrageous proposal. (laughs) Listen up,
0: everyone. Okay. I feel like food is only bad if
1: you don't cook it right. Well, then I guess we're amazing chefs. Sorry. But... If you do find a good recipe that you would like me or Kate to make, you can email us at dinnerdatepod at gmail.com.
0: Oh, yeah, we do have an email. That's right. That's dinnerdatepod at gmail.com. <laughs> Nothing, quote, mean. <laughs> Nothing. Pershawn.
1: Do not send us hate mail, I swear to God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I cannot be cyberbullied right now in these times. I can't take it. And don't send us chain mail, either, because we're not going to do it, folks. We're not the ones. (laughs) All right. Anyway. (laughs) Now I want someone to just, like, spam that inbox and just send us, like, liver recipes or something. Ew. They do sell livers at Key Foods. I've seen them. They're in little Tupperware containers that are taped around the edge so the liver juice doesn't come out. Oh, God. Sorry. That's the truth. I'm sorry.
1: Okay, (laughs) okay. Don't hate the liver, hate the game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, God. (laughs) This chicken making her
0: high. (laughs) Inhaling all those shallot fumes really. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. The shallot fumes got to you. Okay, wait, we wanted to talk about the book that we both read. Yeah, baby. You finally found it. Finally found it. I consumed it very quickly. You went on a wild goose chase at multiple bookstores, and every single bookstore in the Los Angeles area was sold
1: out. So I had to give it over to Big A. I mm. I had to fork it over. Sorry, wow. everyone. I tried. I really tried to get it from a local bookstore. I know.
0: Well, Nick, Nick can maybe bleep out the A word when he gets.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Can you? A star, 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 star. Yeah. <laughs> the book is Big Friendship, How We Keep Each Other Close. And it's by the hosts of an inspiration to us, the podcast mm-hmm. Call Your Girlfriend, yep. Um, Aminatou Soh and Anne Friedman. We could not find something more on brand for us if we tried. <laughs> it's like this book was made specifically for us. Yes, truly. I mean, we have been struggling, honestly, for years to try to define our own friendship because it does feel mm. mm-hmm. different than what a lot of people think of when they think of friendships, I think. Mm-hmm. And it, makes, it honestly has made people uncomfortable in the past because they don't really understand the dynamics of what Aminatu and Anne are calling a big friendship, which mm. as they describe it, I'm going to quote from the book here, is a bond of great strength, force, and significance that transcends life phases, geography, and emotional shifts. So, I mean, the book really resonated with me because I really haven't found a lot of media, maybe aside from Broad City, that captures the kind of bigger than just best friends forever type of Mm -hmm. friendship. I don't don't even know how to describe it. Maybe you can do a better job. One of the things
0: that they talked about a lot when they were um, being interviewed on other people's podcasts is, like, we have all these archetypes for, like, romantic relationships. And, like, people are very comfortable with the fact that, like, you know, like, your, your, like, marriage or, like, your romantic partnerships, like, take work. And they are going to be, like, a priority. And maybe like you'll like go to marriage counseling, like that there, Mm -hmm. that there should be like effort to upkeep them. But then Mm. yeah, exactly. in in friendship, like there's no dialogue about that. Like people just say like, yeah, well friends are important, but like there's never any really light shed on like all of the kind of challenges and like complications that arise Mm -hmm. with those, with those relationships, which I think they're, which they then think means like, you know, we don't Because we're not like talking about them and because there aren't like books written about like these types of relationships, like it's a sign that we don't really value them as much like as a society.
1: I think it's interesting to how they talk about the idea that friendships are supposed to be easy and just something that you really don't have to do anything to maintain. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that was true for us for a long time too. It was just kind of like, a default thing that we just were like yeah it's always there it's always comfortable i don't think we really had any fights for you know the many many years that we lived together mm-hmm. until the you know time that they call stretching where mm. you know one person is going through another a uh, life change at a different rate or speed than the other person so mm-hmm. uh, but we did not i don't think we really at least i didn't anticipate that there would be any problem at all, you know, ever. Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. They also talk about how, you know, like, people are so quick to be like, once something happens, like, this is a toxic friendship or this person is toxic. And it's like, okay, but you wouldn't just say that about, like, someone you had been, like, dating for five years and just all of a sudden, like, not put in the work to really, like, think through it. And, And I think people again because there's like this sense that friendship should just be like easy that once something mm-hmm. bad happens it's like there's no there's no like there's no effort
1: i mean i think for us we're really lucky I, I think similar to them that it's like after the hard part and not to say that there won't be other hard parts but i think we kind of came out better even closer better friends cuz now i think we have the precedent to be honest about our feelings or more comfortable saying I'm in this mood or I'm not in this mood or I'm Mm -hmm. upset by this thing or not. I don't know if we were really going there before the hard part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And by the hard part, I mean uh, me moving to LA. No, I
0: totally agree. I mean, it's also just like once you get through any like hard thing with another person, it just gives you a lot more like confidence that, Yeah. You can do other, like, even when things aren't perfect, like, you can still get through them. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what I was expecting it to be, but I really liked that it was just, it was like a story of their friendship, but then with their own story, kind of, like, making the larger points. Yep.
1: It felt incredibly validating to me and just made... Uh, put into words a lot of things that I have felt over the past few years, and mm-hmm. I felt very grateful to them for doing the work to write this book. Highly recommend. I really, I
0: really enjoyed it.
2: Mm.
0: All right, you ready for dessert? Yeah, let's do it. Ooh, I'm so excited. Her dessert is nuts.
1: <laughs> Literally.
0: Oh. <Uh-oh>. Oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> okay. Stay tuned. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> So, our guest today is Erica Fitzpatrick, now Landenberger, although we met her as Fitzpatrick. Um, Sean and I met Erica in New York through our shared passion of SoulCycle. We rode in the same SoulCycle classes for months until Erica struck up conversation with Sean. And I believe, Sean, she told you that you were a passionate rider or
1: something. What did she what did Erica oh, say? I had good energy.
0: That you had good energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the three of us bonded over our love of Soul Cycle and we spent lots of time together fangirling over our then instructor and now friend Aaron. Erica grew up in Los Angeles. She moved back to LA a few years ago to be with her now husband Andrew, who was her childhood friend and it's one of the greatest meet cute stories of all time. Their wedding was adorable. Um, Erica is one of the sunniest, most joyful humans we know. We are so happy to have her on the pod, and she is also expecting a baby!
2: Yay! Yay! (laughs) You guys, I am so excited to be here. It was, like, the best thing in quarantine, but I also say that, and I'm with child, which also happened in quarantine, so... It's not a knock to my baby boy as much as it's praise for you guys. This is so fun. Oh, what a joy. Baby boy. Sean, baby I think boy. I said you were my. I want to say that I said that you were my soul inspiration or like made a joke oh with the word soul inspiration. It was a soul cycle class that Sean had gone to without me and then all of a sudden yeah. she like made a friend. I was like, what the hell? Where was I? <laughs> If you go alone, it forces you to like I know. talk to people more. Yeah. I don't know. That might have been why,
0: Erica. You're like one of the only friends that Sean and I made in New York who we just like made organically. Right. You know, you know how people always say like, "How do you make friends as an adult?" And it's like, start a hobby. And you're like, right. one of <laughs> the only people
2: that we've met that way. <laughs> and I call you guys like Sean from SoulCycle, yeah. Kate from SoulCycle. You know. Know, <laughs> last names to me. Same. You guys are on the Peloton train, so. I'm a little bit jealous. Erica, you gotta get one. I know, I think we're going to.
0: Because then we can all follow each other and you can do like rides at the same <gasps> time and there's like a <gasps> video chat
1: function. Video chatting while riding on a bike at top speed is not flattering. <laughs> 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 I feel like I only trust
0: Sean to use the video feature yeah. with because I'm like, well, she's already seen me in every single Soul Cycle class looking like a complete wreck. <laughs> exactly.
2: <So laughs> I, I think you guys would be the only one I would use that feature with, yeah. But yeah, It exactly. sounds great. I have a, we got a flyer in the mail. I was like, this is our moment. But um, amongst pregnancy, we decided to also remodel our house. Oh, my God. Whoa. Really? We're demoing in, like, a week or two. Whoa. So Whoa. as much as we can do before the baby gets here. And then wow. we're going to try to yeah. do, like, new backyard, upgrade the garage to make wow. it, like, an actual dance party. You guys have been there for some <laughs> of our... Oh, wait, Kate, you haven't. Sean and um, Nick were able to join us for a laser Halloween dance party, so we want those to go, like, full force. Like, we'll start charging admission. You should. Like, if it's COVID, we could do, you know, 10 people at a time. You got to rotate in and (laughs) out. I don't know. There
0: will be circles on the ground for where you can dance. (laughs) (gasps)
2: Yeah. Yeah, la- like laser circles. That's perfect, <laughs> Kate. Yes, I'm stealing that. Amazing.
0: Well, the other thing I should have said in the intro is that you and Andrew are like the most fun couple of all
1: time. Ugh, God, oh, God, it's huge. true. Thanks, love to have guys. fun. Love to, have, love to party. Love to dance. Good times. <laughs> Nick and I really. always, after spending time with you guys, are like, Wow. They're so fun, and we are so lame.
2: (laughs) We're so tired. (laughs) No, never ever. I think we get fired up when we're around people, too, you know? So we feed off your great energy. It all comes back. Very true. Sean, your video is, like, so dark. Are you in a dark room? Hang on. I was going to say that, too, but then I didn't (laughs) want to be a high maintenance guest. No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's bothering me, too.
2: I also like seeing those cutie legs of Sean's that I noticed on the bike and now I get to enjoy you know, viewing pleasure right here. <laughs> ah,
0: that's a little special treat just for our guests.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's right. Talk about a dessert flirt. Yeah.
1: yeah. I know, I like that you're calling it the dessert flirt. I know, it's so cute.
2: Wait, is that what it's called? Did I make that up? It's called the dessert blurt. Oh, I call it a flirt. Well, I like dessert
1: flirt. Yeah, desserty
2: flirty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Erica, tell us about this here dessert.
2: Well, first of all, shout out to um, Kate for getting it in COVID times, like end of times in New York. Mm-hmm. But Sean especially got the one that I normally eat, which is the fruit shaped. Marzipan. I went to this store near my parents' house, because I was actually at my parents' this week.
0: Oh, fine. It's called The Head Nut. It's like this really weird, like, it's like an institution. They have all these nuts wholesale and all this candy. I called them and I was like, do you have any marzipan-based candy? (laughs) And They were like, no one's bought that for 25 years. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) They only had marzipan in a tube. And then I was like, oh, what? Wow. Then I kind of panicked and I was like, on the phone, you said you had chocolate covered. <laughs> and then That's he amazing. dug out like a glass container that you're right, probably has not been opened in a decade.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, they made it one time in 1975 and they're just still sassing yeah. off that tube. Oh my God. Okay, okay ready?
1: So what gonna... even is marzipan? Okay, yeah. should we eat it
2: first? Yes, take a bite. So okay. um, it is made of almond paste and mm-hmm. sugar. And milk, basically. I mm. wow. try a little bite, too. I
1: thought it was going to be crunchy. It's not crunchy.
0: Mm-mm. Oh, my God. It's, it's it, very good. It's very nice, good. right?
2: So tell us your connection to marzipan. I'm loving it. It started in Germany, and um, it was pig-shaped. And I think when you gave it to people, you would say, <laughs> have a pig. And it meant, or like have lots of pigs and it was meant to bring you good luck on your farm like, oh but uh. in denmark you eat it um around christmas and uh it's often given as a gift so like the pig represents good luck so i think the the mm. danish ones say good luck on them like oh. or i don't know how to pronounce it but okay um so my mom's uh my mom's mom my grandmother is danish so we used to eat this as a kid and then my mom would buy it for me too so every holiday i eat like a 24 by 24 box of them. And it's literally my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so good oh and it's so weird. Oh my oh, god. It. It's really tasty. Wait, have you ever made it, Erica? No, so we I was just talking to my mom about how we should try to make it. So I think this holiday season, mm. y'all might be getting a little secret package of some really janky painted oh. pig-shaped marshmallows. <laughs>
1: Please, I only want it in pig form. Send us a pig. Yeah.
2: I, I really
0: yes. want a marzipan pig now. Okay. Also, I could only the smallest amount I could buy was a quarter pound, so I have like twenty. 20- <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah.
2: oh <my> god! <laughs> I'm telling you, Sorry this is a bulk shop. <laughs> I feel like my other connection to Marzipan kind of came up because I've been thinking a lot about like where we all come from and like what's important to teach. Like I'm bringing another like white male into the world. I wanna make sure that he Mm -hmm. is a stand up guy. And uh, so that makes me think about like how I was raised and like what's important to share about where we came from because we, all my grandparents immigrated here as well. So, you know, trying to think of like what what to know, what to, what to share about my Danish heritage, because I've, I've been told really beautiful things. Like we helped, um, save some Jewish families. Like my family wore Jewish stars and try to protect people in their Mm -hmm. apartments. But like, like much of what we're taught as like white people in America, like only the beautiful, like maybe there's some dark history too, that we can share to make sure that we're not repeating itself Mm. or, you know, just only like making it sound so beautiful when it's like really can be, heavy. Totally.
1: Yeah. And you know, kids can handle more than we give them credit for. They can understand fundamentally when things are right or wrong, or when people are being hurt, or they're being treated well. So I think it's, it is important that we don't dumb, dumb things down for kids too much. Right. And tell them the truth.
0: I think especially for white people also, like, because like whiteness has just been thought of as the norm or like normal, I think a lot of people don't even really think that much about what does that mean for me. Like, right. I'm not just white. What, you know, where, where are my
2: like ancestors from? Like, what's the history there? Why are we just considered am- American when right, right. everyone else is like, oh, I'm right. Asian American, African American, what right. have you? Like, mm-hmm. we're all we're all of that as well. Right. Mhm. Exactly. Right. God, marzipan. Yeah. Marzipan, bringing it together. Right. <laughs> This is this is deep, baby. Marzipan, marzipan Just, is deep. Uh, kind of like bland colored, single note, yeah. single texture <laughs> delight. Single text. I'm into it. I like it. Well, you bought a quarter pound, so I'm really glad. <laughs> That's well, like how much turkey I ask
1: for at the deli counter.
0: <laughs> also, the head nut has a ten dollar credit card minimum, and the marzipan yeah, yeah. So was only five bucks, buy? and so the guy was like, "Do you want to get something else?" So I got like three pounds of other candy. What else did you get? I got these huge like gummy frogs and oh, I got a yes. bag of my favorite candy, which I know is very controversial, which is candy corn. Oof, I fucking love yeah. candy corn.
2: Wow. That's mm-hmm. another candy oh. that was made like one time. Yeah. And, like, yeah. We're all just yeah. eating the same candy corn. It was made in one I'm year. <laughs> well,
0: when I checked out, the guy was like, ah, it's not just for Halloween, eh? I was like, okay. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, Erica, thank you for bringing marzipan into our lives.
2: Happy to do it. My Danish grandmother's excited. Oh, I love it. that.
0: OK, so as you know, much of this podcast is about us cooking. And you also like to cook. I know. Yeah. What is the best thing that you cooked
2: in the last like week or two? I really love Half Baked Harvest. Do you guys follow her or know her? I do. I follow her on Instagram her name's tegan she's like 26. she lives in like the beautiful mountains of colorado all right i'm already upset yes (laughs) but i find her recipes to be really layered but they're so easy to make so i feel like i'm making something really fancy Mm. we made this like pepper chicken and then you made these butter garlic noodles to eat with it so it was like broccoli and then like um you put a little cornstarch in there so it almost had like an orange chicken Appeal to it, mm. and then the noodles were just tons of butter, tons of garlic, and it felt like mm. like a healthy version of takeout that you like made yourself. Mm, wow. Okay. Has your appetite or uh, taste changed at all? Yes. So I feel like the common thing for pregnancy is that you have cravings, where mm-hmm. it's actually the reverse. You have a lot of aversions because mm. your senses are really heightened. So like your smell. I can smell things, like, I can smell things from really far away now that I've never been able to do, but, but, uh, like, wow. Andrew will make super coffee sense. in the kitchen, yeah, he'll make coffee in the kitchen, drink a cup of coffee, not come into the bedroom for, like, an hour, and when he comes in, I'm like, what smells like gasoline, like, get out of here, he's like, I just had some coffee. Because it's just on his breath? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, just his breath, yep. Whoa. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Pandemic times pregnancy has made you do some wacky things. So, yes. like, we've been known to hit up, like, multiple drive throughs We have done a McDonald's to Taco Bell. Oh, my once. God. Yeah. Don't you want to end your little McDonald's meal with, like, a bean burrito or, like, a quesadilla?
1: End That's your McDonald's bed. meal with another burrito. Yeah. You got it.
2: Very on brand. And, you know, we don't really, like... When we go, it's always a joy, but it's not something that we do regularly. We it's still a see it okay, as something good. that's a treat. We space it out, like,
1: yeah, so that it's actually fun.
2: In pregnancy, I've wanted it like once a month. So when we got it, we got oh. it in June and it was like early June. And then I was like, we can't have this till July. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> July's three weeks away. Like, what are we gonna do? But then, you know, we're fine. We don't need it again for a while.
0: Well, clearly McDonald's and all of the cooking you've been doing is a high. Have you have you had any low points in the past week or two? Or, like, anything you're ready to move on
2: from? Gosh, I feel like everything that's happened has made you, like, shed a skin, look at yourself, mm-hmm. like, in mm-hmm. such different light. Um, I guess what's been, like, most on my mind is, like, this feeling that I want to know, like, everything about everything. You can, you can put labor, delivery, pregnancy, raising a child in that category. But I think Mm. also Mm. on my mission to be actively more anti-racist, like I'm trying to just like soak up everything that there is. And like, Mm. you know, I, I think some of that comes from like this guilt of feeling like I just started that mission with Black Lives Matter that happened now in 2020, as opposed to many of the other missions, thinking of like Trayvon Martin. I felt like me in my heart knowing that it was something I believed in and feeling like I wasn't a quote like racist person and marching in a march felt like I was doing enough right and so like Mm. that you can you can think of that as being ignorant privileged you know in my own world my own naivete whatever you want to say but um I think this year feels different because I'm learning that it's something that you don't Like, complete. It's not like, oh, here's like a 12 step program on how you do it and then you're done. It's something that you need to work on every day. It's something that should be part of your day to day life, not just like on your Instagram feed for like a week or two and then you like put it down.
0: I'm sure like thinking, like being pregnant and thinking about raising a child also makes that so much more complicated <laughs> like yes you're, you're not you're probably not it's even thinking about you feelings. it's like
2: okay this is like gonna be our family how do you teach this right you know it wasn't really something that we talked about it wasn't that our family wasn't open mm-hmm. um I think the the idea was always there that you could like go to your parents to ask the question but I also felt like I never did that so why don't you know I think it's up to us to start the conversation and start it really young mm-hmm. so the pressure to raise a like stand-up citizen who's well-rounded and empathetic and sympathetic and thoughtful and caring it's like you want them to be all those things
0: it's like interesting the parallel between like it's not like a quick thing to like be anti-racist but and like you're never gonna know everything and like but it's the same thing with like having a kid like it seems like every stage of your child's life is gonna like bring something new and you're gonna have no idea what to do
2: you're like okay so I raised a five-year-old but I've never raised a six-year-old or a Mm seven-year-old or an eight-year-old or like oh you're Mm -hmm. a teenager now like I've never dealt with a teenager like I got Mm -hmm. you through your young years you know Mm Mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure well you guys are gonna be great parents well thank you if nothing else there's the mcdonald's drive-through that will solve a a lot of things i think
0: if nothing else your kid is gonna be like the only kid in venice who's allowed to eat mcdonald's
2: yeah yeah, he's gonna be wearing like a local sustainable brand and then just have like a big mac in his hand it's all balanced okay
1: i like this kid
2: yeah he's gonna be cool
1: oh man so what has been your comfort food so to speak lately how are you taking oh, care gosh. of yourself? besides like actual comfort food yeah <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> besides the double taco bell mcdonald's extravaganza <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um comfort i think sleep was a big one like mm. i think we were all so go 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 with our schedules i mean even if i just think back to living in new york like it was normal to Whatever, leave the house around seven, come home at ten thirty or eleven. Especially if you mm-hmm. had a Soul Cycle yeah. and a lovely little dinner with a couple yeah. glasses of wines at that. End of the day. <laughs> Pack
1: your whole day in a huge tote bag. You know, seven outfits. Oh my outfits. gosh! Yes, oh yeah. You You're like flats, Six you had your meals. You had your, <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh my God, like two water bottles. Like that was so crazy. I so, I feel yeah. like sleep has been huge, and it, you know, releases anxiety. Is good for your digestive system. Like that hits all the things, and then um, definitely television always and forever always Mm. what's your show right now so we finished ozark it goes at the whatever emotion i felt when watching breaking bad it's very similar but i was happy that they like didn't just follow like the exact same like plot and storyline if we saw this right after breaking bad i think it wouldn't be as successful as it is now but i definitely recommend it it pulls you in Mm. just like breaking bad did And the like last episode of the last season leaves you with a real cliffhanger. So that was great. Okay. I should try. We watched um, Train to Busan last night, which is Korea's like number one grossing zombie film. Yes. We were
1: talking about that with my parents actually.
2: If you like horror and you like thriller, like watch it immediately, watch it tonight. It's everything you love about 28 days later, but like done in a way that I've never seen. It's amazing. Ooh. Nick, are you listening? Nick, write it down. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Write it down. It's like one of the best thriller movies I've seen in a long time. Ooh, I'm excited. Maybe we'll watch it tonight. Oh, do it. Get some popcorns, drizzle a little marzipan (laughs) over it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. I'm waiting for like marzipan to be like the new really popular flavor. Like you know how like sriracha was like the big thing and then there was like sriracha potato chips sriracha like...
1: Marzipan. (laughs) We
0: are
2: calling it now. Marzipan's gonna take the country by storm. (laughs) That's amazing! Oh my gosh, I can't
0: wait. Erica. this was so fun. So fun.
2: You guys, I don't want to
0: leave. I really miss our like, guilt-in social life of like... Me too. Soul cycle
2: class, going out to dinner. I miss it. I miss our Sunday brunches the most because I, I felt like we could ride mm. and then we had that delicious brunch and it would last till like four in the afternoon. Oh, it was so nice. Uh,
1: that's so true. When uh, it's safe R. to be
2: on a plane, New York is one of the places we really want to come to first. Uh, so. One I mean, day. I guess it's safe now. But one day. When,
1: yeah.
2: I'm just going to strap that baby to my chest and we're going to come party in New York. Put a little mask on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a damn delight a damn delight to be your dessert flirt.
1: <laughs> well, that was so much fun. So great. It was so great to talk to Erica. She's the best. She's so fun. So fun, so bright. Such a, no. such a
0: breath of fresh. Oof, breath of fresh. Um, I'm up next. You have an idea of what you want to do? Maybe we'll get some submissions and we'll need to, um, <gasps> yes! you know, make a recipe submitted by one of our faithful listeners.
1: <laughs> Please email us your recipe ideas at pod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at pod, and you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, where you can rate and write a review, Please or do. on Spotify to support our dear friend, Kate. Yes. But...
0: Apple Podcasts uh, does have a review function. Again, please don't cyberbully us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you in advance. We On love Spotify, you. On Spotify, there's no comment feature, so it might be safer for us.
1: <laughs> We're telling you right now, we cannot handle it. So... <laughs> <laughs>